we can go. Uh, good morning to everyone and welcome to Two Minutes of Hope with Mario, where I try to put a, a smile on your face one way or the other. And um, we're starting as usual with uh, the song Brand New Day by Bobby Michaels that uh, um, I believe will 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 bring in the right atmosphere the joy of the lord is our strength and so let us give thanks to god for a brand new day statements made just for the sake of statements, especially not when they concern uh, this precious, precious book. And, uh, and so I, 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 I started digging a little bit and, uh, and, um, and find out why this, 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 uh, this uh, conviction that uh, five is the number of grace. So this week, um, I'll talk about this. Yesterday, I spoke about the five women in uh, uh, Jesus' genealogy in, uh, of Matthew chapter 1. Today, I'll speak about the five times when, the, when John declares himself to be the disciple whom Jesus loves. Tomorrow, we'll speak about the, the fifth day of creation, when God creates life. Um, and then uh, Friday, I'll speak about Jacob's fifth son, uh, whose name is Issachar, which means God has given me my wages okay now five five the 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 number five is the hebrew word hin which is uh, uh, in, in hebrew there are no, no vowels so it's basically h n and so it's h is hey the letter hey in the in the hebrew language and n is nun so hey is represented i explained to you yesterday about the, the hieroglyphics and everything but just trust me uh, hey is represented with a, like a, with a man with his hands lifted up and um with his arms lifted up and he speaks of breath he speaks of uh, 
revelation. He speaks of uh, um, uh, the, the inside, uh, uh, like the same breath when you praise God. And, 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 and so, breath and reveal, revelation. Noon, the second letter, <clears throat> is the word, is represented by seed, is represented by, by, um, um, by um, what do you call those, uh, um, those beans with the, with the little uh, tail? Um, anyway, one of those. Um, seed and uh, and it means uh, it means seed and it speaks of continuation over and over and over again so i i really believe the number number uh, the number five uh, is is uh, represents this concept the breath that goes on and on and on and on and so they are linked with romans chapter 5 and verse 20 where it says where sin abounds grace continues on and on and on and on to abound. Uh, I believe uh, it's so beautiful. Uh, grace goes on and on and on. Sin always tries to catch us. To <clears throat> oh, sin always tries to catch uh, grace. And in this, in this eternal race, uh, in this uh, race that will go on for all our lives, uh, sin will never catch grace because grace will always hyper abound. Hyperperiseo, the, 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 the Greek word. So it will always hyperabound, will always go on and on and on and on. The breath of God, the breath of grace will always precede sin and destroy it. And, and sin will never catch uh, grace. So, uh, this uh, five times, five times John, the Apostle John, declares himself to be the disciple whom Jesus loved. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, I use that phrase over and over and over again. And, and sometimes people think uh, it's arrogance. And it's, it's not, because think about it. It's actually the opposite. Because um, it's not in the first person. In other words, G John, John doesn't say, Jesus loves me more than you. But he says, this is what I believe. I believe that I am loved by Jesus. Five times, G John says, I believe I'm loved by Jesus. It doesn't say Jesus loves me more than you, or loves me in a particular way. No, it just says Jesus loves me. <laughs> this I know, for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> okay, so so it, it's a beautiful declaration. And uh, so what has what that got to do with grace? Well, the name John is the Hebrew word, uh, Yohanan, is the Hebrew name Yohanan. And uh, when, when you find the, the, the epsilon and the O or the, or the A, is always speaking about God. Chesed, Yohanan, will be the Lord gives grace. That is what the name John means. So if, you, if your name is John, you have a beautiful name. Better than mine than Mario, that means better. <laughs> but okay, forget about that. So uh, John means Yohanan, and it means the Lord gives grace. And five times in his gospel alone, obviously, John declares the Lord gives grace. And he does so in very significant situations that we will look at this morning. In John 13, 23, 19, 26, 22, 21, 17, and 21, 20. Five times the number of grace. Five times, Yohanan, uh, Jehovah, or, or the Lord, gives grace. Five times, he declares in a very 
uh, specific situation, he makes this declaration. Now, let's have a look at the first one. John 13, 23. Uh, and this is what the, what the scripture says. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Okay, this is John speaking in third person. And he's saying, uh, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, one of the disciples whom Jesus loved. Now, the context. The context is this. Uh, the disciples are having supper, what, 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 uh, what we usually uh, commonly know as the Last Supper. The disciples are having supper with Jesus. They sit, they're sitting around the triclinium, <coughs> which is a special, it's not a table like this one, and they didn't use chairs like, that, like this one. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a couple of uh, bricks or stones or whatever support that on which these planks rested in a, in a shape of a U and um, and it's there's a long story to it but basically they would they would lean they would lean on the left on the left elbow lay on the floor lean on the on the left elbow and eat with the right hand and hence that's why the disciple these were not freaky people these were not creepy disciples the, the reason why John laid on Jesus bosom is because they were lying they were lying on the floor and of course they were close to one another and they were eating with the right hand and they were so what we have here we have a, a, a very intimate situation in fact is the it was the birth of, of what we called uh, what we called the, the the table of the Lord communion uh, the Eucharist and it's a very very intimate situation where Jesus finds himself at the table with a very particular person. And we all know that um, uh, the, the question arises, uh, who will betray you? When Jesus says that one of you will betray me, and um, who will betray you? And he says, the one unto whom I give this piece of bread. And so he, 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 he dunks the piece of bread in the soup and he gives it to, to Judas. Why? Because Judas was sitting at his left hand, the place of honor. The right hand was the place of trust. John was sitting there. In other words, before the food arrived, the one on the right hand would taste it so that to make sure that it was it wasn't poisoned or anything. And then the the, the one who gave the party did. Uh, this was the first arm of the triclinium, and the, the place of honor was uh, uh, left to Judas. And Jesus gives the takes a piece of and he gives it to Judas. What is that? What does that mean? That means that uh, until the end. Until the very end, grace leaves an open door. Jesus is, 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 okay, we know that the scripture had said that Judas was the, 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 the friend of perdition, the, the, the son of perdition, as the scripture said. So there was no redeeming. But until the end, in his humanity, Jesus, as grace, leaves the door open to Judas just to come in somehow, just to, just to understand what he's busy doing. And Jesus, the proof of it, it is that on the way down from the Mount of Olives, on the, on, the on the way to his execution, basically, uh, Jesus and his disciples 
I walking down, I walked down that road with my wife and a group of Italian people, friends that, that uh, were with us. And we stopped at, uh, on the side, on this uh, wall, on the stone wall, and there's a kind of niche. There's a, there's a little receptacle inside which there's a, like a, like a, a piece of a like a piece of a, uh, a black column. And they said that that was the place where, G, where Judas um, uh, encountered Jesus and his entourage. And Judas kissed him to identify him to the guards and to the soldiers that were with him. Proof would be that Jesus, the Son of God, didn't go around with a, with a neon sign saying, I am holy, I am holy. No, he was very much like everybody else. And he had to be identified as he who was to be executed. So in that spot, listen to what Jesus says. Judas kisses him. And, uh, and Jesus says, friend, friend. Why have you come? And then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Grace is, right until the end, grace is friend. And that was, a, was, that was a door that Jesus opened to Judas to somehow come in. Jesus said, my, my friendship, my covenant of friendship is still open. But of course, we know that G Judas didn't, didn't take that. And, um, and so we know how the story went. But this first time that John calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loves, grace says, I will never leave you. It doesn't matter how deep in sin you are. Grace says, I will never leave you. I will always have a door open for you to come back. Uh, glory, 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 glory. Okay, let's carry on. <laughs> I gotta go fast because you guys are listening so slowly. It's unreal. All right, so. <laughs> um, the second time, John calls himself a disciple and Jesus loves him in John 19, 26. And this is the text. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he, had, whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. And then, of course, he said, son, behold your woman. John, behold your woman. The context, the context is that uh, crucifixion, has, crucifixion has taken place. Jesus is hanging on the cross. He's busy dying. He's bleeding to death. He's, he, 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 he can hardly, can hardly uh, draw a breath because, because the muscles are cramping, uh, trying to, trying to uh, liberate the lungs uh, from the from the rib cage so that they can they can actually fill themselves and breathe and so he's, he's trying to be straining his body to pull himself up push on the on the on the nails uh, on the on the on his legs and somehow manage to speak and what does he say he doesn't say take me out of this it doesn't say I'm, I'm hurting he doesn't say no he says what he says he says this woman behold your son even at the point of death Grace thinks of others. And we all know that right at the end, Jesus cried out. Before crying out and releasing his spirit, uh, and, and I'll tell you now what he cried out, but he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. <laughs> forgive them? Father, forgive them for what they've done. Oh, Father, forgive them because the guy, these guys are about, you know, they're about to do something. No, Father, forgive them that they're doing it now. 
And in the midst of pain, in the midst of excruciating pain, in the midst of, midst of blood, and in the midst of beatings and, and spittle and, and scorn and everything that Jesus was going through, in the midst of all that, grace says, grace thinks of others. And he says, Father, forgive them for what they're busy doing. Why did I say that uh, uh, he cried out with a loud voice? Do you know what he cried out with a loud voice? Kalah! Tetelestai! It is finished. That was the reason why he came. That's what, that, that's what he accomplished. That's what he did. And that's when he said, okay, I can go home now. And he gave up his spirit. Nobody killed, the Romans didn't kill Jesus, the Jews didn't kill Jesus, your sins didn't kill Jesus, and undoubtedly Satan didn't kill Jesus. Jesus gave up his spirit to the Father. Glory to God. Okay, John 20, third time John calls himself disciple whom Jesus loves. This is the text. Then she ran, she is Mary Magdalene, she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. The context is, is that Mary Magdalene uh, had to tell John because John was the one who saw and believed. You remember uh, from verse 3 to 9 in John 21. Uh, John 21, verse 3 to 9 says, Simon Peter said to them, I'm, do, I'm going fishing. They said to him, no, sorry. Uh, 20, uh, 20, 20, 20, 20, they, Peter therefore went out and the other disciple were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first to John, get, comes to the tomb and he's stooping down and looked and looking, he saw the linen cloths lying there yet he did not go in. So he saw the linen cloths with which they, they wrapped the bodies lying there uh, and he saw them and you heard me saying it before but this word is the word blepo uh, it is translated with the same word in italian in english in latin in, in most all translations but not in the original greek this is an any blepo in other words he, he looked and he noticed he noticed that the, that the linens was lying by one side and simon peter came following him and went into the tomb and he saw the linen cloths lying there and the handkerchief that had been around his head, that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. And you heard me saying it, okay, uh, uh, in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, John, who came, to, who came to the tomb first, went in also and he saw and believed. And this word is Edo. The other one was Theoreo. The first one was Blaipo. This one is Edo. And verse 9 says, For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. So John sees this, this handkerchief lying by itself, folded, and, and, uh, and he sees and he believes. Why? Because you heard me saying it before. When, uh, when, uh, when someone didn't, didn't want, wanted to leave a message to the, to, the, to the servant or to the host that hosted the party, he took his little uh, lappy and he lifted, um, unfolded on the table 
as a as a statement i'll come back so don't clear the table i'm coming back or to the host i've been i've been very happy thank you for your hospitality i'm coming back and it was like that but if you but if you wanted to transmit so he left it like that but if you wanted to transmit uh, a statement by which uh, you you told the servant or the uh, the host i'm finished i'm done and i'm not coming back here you left the the handkerchief folded and that's why Mary Magdalene had to tell the disciple whom Jesus loved because John was the one who had seen and understood and had the revelation so uh, she she had to tell John because it was John who saw and believed grace is the key to revelation listen to me grace grace not the law the law will never lead you to revelation because the law plonks you in the middle of a street that has no exits that has no um, uh, width has no uh, has no opening uh, revelation when revelation puts you along points you to the to the truth and gives you all this open space to understand to 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 find out to 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 uh, to have revelations to dig to to discover the hidden manner so um, if you Grace, grace, grace tells you. Grace says, if you only choose to look, I'll make it easy for you to understand. Okay, let me carry on. John 21, 7. Uh, fourth time, the Apostle John says, uh, calls himself um, the, the Apostle whom Jesus loved. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Now, this, this, the, okay. Uh, now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and plunged into the sea. Okay, context. Uh, the context is that after the resurrection, uh, Peter says, Peter has lost his dreams, he's lost his, his, uh, his vision of becoming a fisherman, so he goes back to fishing for fish. Uh, they go out and they start fishing and they catch nothing. They're coming back and they see someone on the shore that's, that's, uh, that's lit a fire. And John says, hey Pete, look, it's the Lord. Now, why would he say that? Because in Luke chapter 5 and verse 8, the Bible says that when this same, the same kind of um, um, scene, but many, many, many days, many months before, when Jesus is on the lake and he also, also tells uh, Peter, and, and, and the other disciples at that time, they didn't know him. And he says, um, and he says to them, he says, uh, you haven't caught anything, cast it on the other side. And so they do uh, at, at his word. They do. I don't really believe the preachers know how to fish. But however, we fished all night, caught nothing. But because you tell us to do it, we'll do it. So they cast a net, they pull it up and it's full of fish. They have to get other boats to come and help. And so Peter, the first thing that he, that Peter has immediately is the, this abundance, this goodness points to his sin. And watch what he says in Luke 5, he says, when, Peter, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And so under the law, the goodness of God will make you feel how sinful you are. Under grace, it will make you feel how loved you are. And that's why John says, it's the Lord, Peter. Don't do the stupid thing you did last time. This time you can run to him, not run away from him. 
because the law will convict you of sin and make you run away from God. Grace will liberate you from sin and make you run to God. Amen. Okay, last one. Uh, John 21, 20. Then, then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved the following, who also had leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? Uh, uh, okay, and, and said, so Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following. The context is this. They, once again, um, Peter is, is following Jesus on the, on the shore of the, of, uh, the, lake, the, sea, the sea of um, Galilee. And John is, is kind of a couple of steps behind following him. And, and, uh, um, and that's, the, that's the, con but the context is that Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? And Jesus said to him, if I will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Grace says to me, everyone is equal. Relax. You're not the Pope yet. Relax. You, 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 you are just like everybody else. John, uh, Jesus said that uh, he will not, uh, John will not die until he come, Jesus comes back. And, uh, and, and, and the whole thing got, uh, got uh, um, misconstrued and, and misunderstood. And so they, everybody was thinking that John wouldn't die until for many, many for, for centuries. But, but John, anyway, so uh, the fact is that Peter, says what about him and jesus says leave him alone you follow me grace is the grace grace is the great equalizer you we are all the same i don't care if your name is uh, uh, pope peter the first or apostle john or uh, or whatever whatever it is uh grace is the great equalizer and grace is, I love you all the same. All right. We did it in 30 minutes. How's that? So now I'm going to ask you to do something, which I do on a regular basis. Would you do this with me? Wrap your, wrap your arms around you. Come on. Come on. Nobody's watching you. And even if they were, who cares? Wrap your arms around you and say this with me. You're going to have to... Uh, use your name. When I say Mario, you use your name, okay? Wrap your arms around you and say this. My name is Mario. And I am the disciple whom Jesus loves. Amen. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.